Tired of political correctness? Sick of cancel culture? Got something to say? Just say it. Just say it. A pro-America anti-censorship podcast hosted by Jesse Michael Elliott. How is everyone's Thursday? How are you doing today? I hope your week is going well. We're way past hump day and on to one more day before Friday, which is always nice. Can't wait for UFC this weekend, which is a huge, uh, the third match between Daniel Cormier and uh, Stipe. Can't wait for that. So if you want to check that out on the weekend, check that out. But let's talk about episode 27 smells like teen spirit (laughs) uh obviously a a pun on words there because biden loves i guess i guess uh camilla passed the smell test and there's a reason i intentionally called her camilla because it's kamala and i'm i'm known for butchering names but i actually got hers right but for those of you who didn't see Tucker Carlson last night, they, Tucker Carlson called her Kamala. And this guy that, I forget the name of this guy, but he's always on Tucker Carlson's show. This guy is such a shill. He ripped into Tucker Carlson for mispronouncing her name. Like it was intentional or something. Why is it with the Democrats, It's there's always some hidden subliminal message, some intent behind something like, it's not just an honest mistake. Why would Tucker Carlson intentionally miss say her name? Like what he wanted to hang up the conversation because they only get like, what, three minute, five minutes, le- maybe less sometimes segments on the show. So she, he couldn't defend the pick. So he had to talk about her name for 10 minutes. Like it's it's out of control. So in light of and then Tucker Carlson, then following day played a clip of msdnc and cnn their minds blowing up on tucker carlson because he called her kamala instead of kamala so you know what i'm gonna do for this whole show we're gonna call her kamala oh i'm sorry it's it's a mistake it's a it's a mistake it's not intentional so i mean i might have just said that but i really don't mean it right we could play these live games too right so let's get into episode 27 Smells like teen spirit. So let's hit it here. So what do we have? One, two, three, four, five things regarding Kamala Harris. Camelot over there. And then we're going to get into two articles. So this main, this episode is mainly going to focus on Kamala Harris. <laughs> let's see how many times I could call her Kamala. I think that's four already. So let's get into Joe Biden's. VP pick, which we pretty much all saw her coming. Because, I mean, when you say she has to be a person minority, a minority uh, race, and a woman, you don't leave yourself a whole lot of options, especially ones that have name recognition. While she might not be a good pick, everyone knows who she is. So let's get into that. So she must have passed the sniff test. So let's get into this first article. From the Gateway Pundit, so update, MSNBC and CNN, so this is, this article is right when he, we have these articles in order, so this is right when he picked her and made a phone call to congratulate her. So update, MSNBC and CNN doctor, image of Biden calling Kamala Harris with a cheat sheet script, and old Joe was holding his phone upside down. <laughs> Like you, it's to the point where you can't make this up. You cannot make this up. So let's get into it. Wow. What is more pathetic? Gateway Pundit says the fact that Joe Biden needs a cheat sheet script to ask Kamala Harris to be his running mate or the fact that MSNBC doctored the image. You heard that correctly. Doctored the image. So Joe Biden called Kamala Harris to ask her to be his running mate in a staged meet made for media moment so biden had a cheat sheet on his desk so he wouldn't forget where he was <laughs> right because it's listen we say this on the show all the time i don't like joe biden i'm not a fan of joe biden i can't name one positive thing that he's accomplished or said 
And I obviously didn't support Obama. The only thing good about Obama is if it wasn't for Obama doing such a crappy job, we never would have got Trump. So in a way, thanks for Obama. But so for those of you listening via podcast, so Joe Biden's staring at his laptop with Kamala Harris and he's got a note, a thing of notes underneath his cell phone that he's holding in front of him and his cell phone is facing the wrong way. So let's get into it. So, but as Joe Posbiak pointed out, MSNBC doctored the image to remove Biden's cheat sheet. MSNBC hid the cheat sheet from the American public. So in the image that MSNBC used on their TV program, they're showing it here and they have like a gray box covering the image to hide the cheat sheet. But they couldn't hide the phone upside down because then it would have covered the laptop. So, I mean, do you really trust these people? Who, To be honest, a lot of politicians go up there with notes. I don't think if Biden didn't have dementia, it wouldn't be a big deal. And I don't think anyone would have made a big deal out of it because sometimes you do need notes. Maybe not for this specific example, just making a phone call to congratulate her. I get it. But sometimes you should have notes. I don't have notes some 99% of the time when I do this show, unless I do like a PowerPoint. But them going out of the way to block the notes, it's just, it makes it 20 times worse. And it's just pathetic. And it just shows that the Democrats and all these media companies, if you don't think they do anything to throw this election and get Trump out of there, you're not paying attention. So here we go. So Jack Post. MSNBC doctored the image of Biden calling Kamala Harris to remove the script he was using. Pretty sick. And it's pretty obvious the picture they used. Like, I mean, it's way above the breaking news. So they have the breaking news ticker like I have on my screen. How how normal news sites have it. And then there's like a gray box that extends. Like, it's so re- it's so obvious and ridiculous. It's it's to the point where it's it's just pathetic. It's pathetic. So update. Take another look and you'll see that Joe Biden was holding his phone upside down. While it was right side up, mean face fronting up, the end call part of the screen was facing the other direction. It wasn't towards him. It was facing the other direction. So it's like, it's it's to the point, probably because they, they probably honestly had him hold it like that. So he didn't hang up on her by accident. <laughs> that's probably how that's probably how he doesn't know where he is that he probably would have hung up the phone by accident that's probably why they did it though they're going out of their way to obviously try and help joe biden who obviously doesn't know where he is and go back and if you haven't seen our episode operation woke we talked about what we really think the democrats are doing with the female pick for vice president So if you want, go check out that episode. We were the first to say it, so go check out that episode. So let's get into another article. So now this is in order. So this article is a CNBC article. So this article is right after the other day where uh, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden did a speech together in Delaware, I believe it was, announcing that he chose her as her running mate. So this is directly following that. So this is all in order. So here we go. So Kamala Harris blames Trump for severity of U.S. COVID-19 outbreak. He failed to take it seriously from the start. Right. Who was who was the one who was early to shut down travel from the from Europe? Who was the one early to shut down travel from China? Who were the ones against it? The Democrats. Remember Nancy Pelosi having a grand old time in China? And there's actually an interview on TV of her saying, see, we're I'm in Chinatown. There's nothing wrong here. Yeah, it's not nothing's going on. Everything's fine. Trump's Trump's over blowing things out of proportion. He's a, he wants to shut down the country because he's a racist, right? Trump actually saved God knows how many lives, and he, he'll never get credit for it because why? They're in the pocket of themselves because all they want is power, and all they want to do is be on TV. So here we go. Key, key points here: Democratic vice president pick. Senator Kamala Harris on Wednesday blamed President Trump for the severity of the COVID-19 outbreak in the United States. This virus has impacted almost every country 
But there's a reason it's hit America worse than any advanced nation, is there? Or or do you mean we have more testing? And what does testing do? It just shows that it exposes when there's more of a case. The virus is so deadly, you have to take a test to know that you have it. And even if you do take that test, half of the tests are like false positives. It's out of control. The numbers are so bad, you can't even base the problem with all these fake numbers is to make educated decisions on when to stop and go the economy, which maybe never should have been stopped in the first place. We say this all the time. Okay, the American people got it. 15 days, hospitals don't get overrun. 45 days to slow the spread. Okay. But the problem is we don't have real data because half the all the data out of China you can't trust where it originated. All the other data in the United States you can't trust because as you've seen and all the stuff we've been posting on our Facebook and covering on the show, half the tests are false positives. Half the death, 25% of the deaths aren't deaths from COVID. They're dying with COVID. And 43% of the deaths in this country are all from nursing homes. 43% of the deaths in the United States are all from nursing homes. And if there's 150,000 deaths, that means almost 75,000. 75,000 are from nursing homes, which means it was handled improperly because covid can't get in there unless it's allowed to get in there and it was new jersey new york i believe massachusetts and another blue state that forced nursing homes to take in patients that were either infected or just got over covid which widespread it and then all these grandparents from the greatest generation dropping dead so please tell me how this is trump's fault Imagine he didn't close Europe early. He didn't close China early. And he did all that even with them calling racist. But he did what was right, not what's easy. And he still gets killed for it. Of course. And then she's got the stones to compare Ebola to COVID-19. Right. Because they're one and the same. Give me a break. So his refusal to get testing up and running. His flip-flopping on social distancing and wearing masks. His delusional belief that he knows better than the experts. All of that is reason, and the reason an American dies of COVID every 80 seconds, she said. Right. So here we go. This is the article. That was just key points. I don't really like how um, CNBC does their article. I guess they put key points up there because they know people don't read their articles. They just uh, they just take the headline and they, and they uh, recite it. So let's get into his article. In response to Harris' remarks, Trump campaign communications director Tim Murtaugh said the president has been leading the nation through the COVID-19 crisis and restricted travel from China and Europe way back in January. No kidding. If Joe Biden had been president, we would be in a much worse situation today. Obviously. The U.S. has the worst COVID-19 outbreak in the world with more than 5 million cases. Cases. Cases do not matter because we test more than anybody. And at least 165 deaths. We already broke down the deaths. 25% BS, according to a study by Colorado, where they did their own state and realized that 25% were dying with COVID, not of COVID. And then we had the nursing homes. So only half of these are real. And when it comes to actual COVID doing it on its own without intervention of human mistake, and then there it's a right on track for the flu season. Where are the numbers for the flu season this year? Are they mixed in with the COVID count? Oh, why? Because hospitals get sick incentives to list a COVID death? Oh, okay. Follow the money. So Trump has repeatedly blamed China for causing the pandemic. Well, so don't say where it comes from. Just like uh, Obama would never say radical Islam, terrorism. You just call him ISIL. You call him ISIL. Say what it is. Say where it comes from. If you don't know where it comes from and don't acknowledge what the problem is, can you really fix the problem? What's the first thing they make you do in AA or NA? I'm an alcoholic. I'm a drug addict and I have a problem. If you don't admit it or call it out, how can you move forward? So, however, the public health experts blame the surge of cases in the U.S. on failures in the Trump. Of course they do. What don't they blame Trump for? Saying it failed... It failed to act quickly to contain the virus and still lacks a coordinated response between the federal government and states. Well, he can't enforce the states to do anything because we 
Because if he does, then he's overstepping. Oh, this is exactly why they're doing this with the riots. They want it to seem like there's unrest and it's never going to be solved under Trump. When other countries are following the science, here we go with the science. I thought by the science, uh, we're supposed to be underwater by now. What happened to Al Gore, Inconvenient Truth? I thought we're all supposed to be in deep, deep trouble by now. And what does it matter what we do? Like 75% of the pollution, or even, it's a really ridiculous, it's either 75% or like 90% of the world's pollution comes from three rivers. Two of them are in China. China does most of the polluting. While I agree we should do our best to stamp out pollution, I totally agree. But what we can't do is hinder our economy via overregulating while all these other companies across the world do whatever they want so we get behind the ball. And we can't inf- we can do as much uh, to protect the environment without overstepping liberties. Other than that, I'm fine with it. But don't start treading on me. Don't start forcing me to drink out of paper straws. Is is straws really the problem? What about plastic bottles? They're a lot bigger than straws. It's like there needs to be a committee for this. It's like who gets to decide all these all these things? What's banned? What's not? The problem is it's anyone and their mother, and then we start losing freedom of speech as well and it's all over the place and it's just cancel culture cancel products it's it's ridiculous so here we go during the same event biden vowed if he is elected that his administration will have a comprehensive plan it's so easy to monday quarterback let's see his plan what plan whatever he's obviously not making a plan because he doesn't even know where he is masking Masking, clear science based on guidance, dramatically scaling up testing, getting states and local governments the resources they need to open up schools and businesses safely. Right, because they don't have that now. Or like they don't want to open because they want to get money and not do their job. That's all Democrats want to do. They want people to get money and not do anything for that money. They want socialism. They want to keep people under their thumb and they want to give away free stuff because that thinks that'll get them votes. What's, what is life matters? Oh, here's some free stuff. Oh, did you earn it? No. Oh, what's my purpose in life? Oh, well, the government's going to feed you and take care of you. Oh, you don't have to do anything. What's the point of waking up? What's the point of trying to accomplish something? Oh, there really isn't. Because you're going to be like everybody else. Way to kill ambition. So with more than 5 million reported infections, 100, you know, on Biden t- on Tuesday, Biden announced Harris as his running mate, fulfilling the pledge to select a woman and making Harris the first black woman ever to appear on a major party ticket. Although people keep saying she's an Indian and uh, only partially black, so to say she's really the first black, I guess you can, but it's not like she's 100% or even 50%. So Biden's pick of Harris and his vice presidential candidate brings him a powerful ally in the fight against the COVID-19 virus in the Democratic Party slate if the Democratic Party slate wins the 2020. Right? I love all these pundits that all of a sudden now, oh, uh, Kamala Harris is such a great pick now. All of a sudden. All of a sudden, she was one of the first to bow out and now all of a sudden she's such a great pick. They'll do and say anyone's a great pick if they're against Trump. So Harris pushed for free COVID-19 testing and free masks. Well, it's really not free. They can push all this free stuff. They can say it's free, but it's really not free. It appears free, but you're just paying through it through taxes. So it's not free. Was a legislation aimed at addressing the health care disparities in communities of color. Here we go. As the virus continued to spread rapidly throughout the United States. Senator from California has called for a slew of changes aimed at protecting Americans, including federal laws bearing landlords for evicting renters and monthly checks to people who make less than 120. Well, Trump wants to give checks to people who make less than 100. So that's enough of that. I'm really getting tired of talking about Camel over here. So here's another article. This is from Fox News. So Biden call. Here we go overstep they're already they're already overstepping listen to this biden calls for mandate requiring all americans to wear masks and this is from 26 minutes ago 
So that's nice. Biden and Kamala over there want to enforce a national mask mandate. Now, if they'll enforce this, what else are they going to try and enforce? Right? Is They're not even in power, in power and they want this to happen, right? Force you to wear a mask? Oh, okay. Here we go. This is just a little taste of what they do if they're elected. Turn the United States into California. So former Vice President Joe Biden on Thursday called for a nationwide mask mandate to help fight the spread of COVID-19. Every American should be wearing a mask. Why? Because I said so, right? Where's the data that proves that proves that these masks work? When they're outside for the next three months at minimum. Oh, so now they want us to wear them outside for the next three months at a minimum. AKA no end in sight. Oh, wear them outside. I can't, I can't wear that mask for more than 30 minutes without having to take it off. It makes it hard to breathe. So Biden told reporters in Wellington, Wilmington, Delaware, the presumptive Democratic presidential nominee spoke after sitting down for a briefing on the COVID-19 with public health experts. He was joined at the briefing by his newly named running mate, Senator Kamala Harris of California. That's what real leadership looks like, Harris said, after Biden's comments on masks. She's going to just agree with every single thing he says. First, he was a racist and, oh, that person on the bus was me. Then now all of a sudden, oh, it, oh you're going to make me VP? Oh, oh, that doesn't matter. I'll do anything for power, right? These people are sick. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So last month, the president said he was a believer in masks, but added he's leaving it up to state's governors to decide, right? Who's the one? Who's the uh, dictator here? They always try to paint Trump as his dictator warmonger, doesn't have control over his emotions. Biden and Kamala are the ones that want to force us to wear masks? What happened to letting states decide? Oh, who's the dictator now? It's funny. Everything they accuse you of, uh, racism, they're the ones who are racist. God, I can't even name all the things that Joe Biden said that was racist. They have this one video that Trump uh, retweeted or tweeted was really, really bad of Joe Biden. And they used the sounds from uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre with when the, the camera the camera shots, old school cameras. That's a damning, damning video. So speaking during an exclusive interview on Fox News Sunday, the president deferred to state officials on the issues of wearing masks when questioned by moderator Chris the Waterboy Wallace. <laughs> everyone everybody who is saying don't wear a mask all of a sudden everybody's got to wear a mask and as you know masks cause problems too trump said with that being said i'm a believer in masks and i think masks are good right half the people don't clean the mask half the people don't wear the mask right i was at the mall the other day and i live in new jersey phil murphy you have to wear a mask inside and you can't eat or drink inside i have a mask on in the mall I see a couple people with them off, and then half the people, it's not covering their nose. Half the people, they have it over their nose and then off their mouth. I'm like, you know what? I'm taking this off. Because if you're not going to make everybody do it, why should I do it? Took it off the rest of the trip. It's out of control. And until they have science proving that they could show that these masks actually do something other than hurt us when it comes to not washing them and everything else. I've, it's just at a point where I've had enough. It's been, I can't, I don't, how many months has it been now? It's out of control. And there's no end in sight. There's no end in sight. So here we go. The last article we're going to do on uh, Camel over here. This is an article we shared on our Facebook page. So let's get into it. This is an article from one of our new news sources, The Federalist. I really like their website. Check them out. So let's get into it. Article from The Federalist. Biden VP pick Kamala Harris compared border security to the KKK. So Joe Biden's new VP pick Kamala Harris once charged sworn federal agents protecting the nation's borders with using the same intimidation tactics as the Ku Klux Klan. Just another Democrat race baiting and throwing around the KKK. When they're actually the one, Joe Biden's the actual one, I believe, who 
was in a picture with a bird and spoke at his funeral. But no, Trump's the racist, Republicans are the racist. Funny how that works. So after having him define the tactics using by the KKK as domestic terrorist operation in 2008. So you know what? Let's just play the clip. So here's a flashback. And this is from Steve Guest. Joe Biden's running mate, Kamala Harris, compared ICE officers enforcing immigration law to the KKK. So this is a hearing. From a couple of years ago. So let's hit the clip. It's a minute and 42 seconds. Let's hit it. I'm talking about perception. Officers and agents. I'm talking about perception. I, I do not see a parallel between what is constitutionally mandated as it, as it relates to enforcing the law. Are you aware that there's a rights. perception? I see no. Are you aware that there's a that perception? That puts ICE in the same category as the KKK. Is that what you're asking me? I, no, I'm very specific about what I'm asking you. Are you aware of a perception that the way that the discretion I see to no inf- I'm not finished I see none I'm not finished I'm not finished are you aware that there's a perception that that ICE is administering its power in a way that is causing fear and intimidation um, um, particularly among immigrants and, and specifically among immigrants coming from Mexico and Central America are you aware of that perception I, I do not see a parallel between the power and the authority that ICE has to do its job and the agents and officers who do it professionally and excellently with lots of compassion. Sir, how can you be the head of an agency and be unaware of how your agency is perceived by certain communities? There is a lot of perceptions in the media and in the public that are incorrect about the agency. But the perception exists, would you agree? Whether or not it's correct. And wouldn't you agree then that if that perception exists, there might need to be some work done to correct the perception. I, I do want to advocate for the workforce, uh, the, the, the vital public safety mission that they have to protect the homeland. And I think more people need to know how valuable they are to the society. Um, so I agree with you on that. So in that clip, first off, where is this perception come? Did, have you ever heard this narrative before? This is news to me. Where is the narrative that Border Patrol or ICE is perceived as the KKK. Where is this coming from? Oh, she made it up. Well, no, probably she didn't make it up. Someone gave her talking points to make it up. This is out of control. How is it? How are they even similar to the KKK? They, the KKK went after black people who didn't break any laws and did insane things. ICE goes after people who broke the law. Does ICE burn crosses on lawns? Does ICE hang people? The comparison is a joke. The comparison is a joke. They need to back off the police. They need to back off the people that keep this country safe. How can you vote for her? How can you vote for her, Joe Biden? They want to defund the police. They attack law enforcement. How can you vote for these people? I don't understand it. The Democrats do nothing but let pe- let criminals out of jail. We've covered all the cases. There was at least two cases in the past week where they let people go. The rape accuser was let go and then he killed the he killed the accuser. And then there was another there was another case recently where someone was let go and then killed somebody. The Democrats do nothing but teach hate in our schools, let criminals go, get people killed, and then they attack our police. Can you imagine them in charge of this country again? It is a scary place to be. It is a scary place to be. So what do you think of that clip? I've just had a, she's, might even be worse than Joe Biden. Might even be worse if that's possible. But What do you think of that? I've had enough of these people going after the people that keep us safe and you better spread the word and do as much as you can to get out the vote. This it I will be extremely scared for this country if Joe Biden wins. And if Joe Biden's go watch Operation Woke, what I think the real plan is here, I don't think it's going to be Joe Biden running the country. 
So let's get into this. This is not an article. I want to see what this is live reaction. Not we'll tell you if we've read it or watched it before. This is all live reaction. So I want to go <laughs> have a little fun and read off Camilo's Twitter, her tw live Twitter feed, and see what interesting things she's had to say since picked for VP. So let's do this live on camera. So here's her Twitter page. Let's see how many followers she has. 4.8 million. I believe that's more than Joe Biden. Let me check that out. I think that's more than Joe Biden. She has 4.8. He has 8.3. Okay. Doesn't. It's more than him on Facebook. That's what it was. Because I just checked out his Facebook page the other day. Because someone, uh, someone tweeted on Facebook about Trump. See how many people on your Facebook page like Trump compared to Joe Biden. But then I said, not only that, go to Joe Biden's page. He's got 2 million followers. Trump's got 28 million. That's a huge. So please tell me how the polls. Please tell me how the polls have Joe Biden ahead. Even the Twitter numbers are ridiculous. So please tell me how Joe Biden's leading the polls. Please. So let's get into her tweets here. Let's see if we can find any goodies. If for some ungodly reason you want to follow her, maybe just for laughs, her Twitter handle is K-A-M-A-L-A-H-A-R-R-I-S at Twitter. So here we go. Her pinned tweet. Joe Biden can unify the American people because he spent his life fighting for us. And as president, he'll build an America that lives up to uh, uh, our ideals. This is... Uh, which are scary ideals, by the way. But this is really a, a shot at Trump. Oh, because Trump's unfit. I'm honored to join him as our party's nominee for vice president. And to do what it takes to make him our commander-in-chief. Funny, like we said, when she was in the primaries, he was a racist. But now, all of a sudden, Joe Biden's what America needs. Funny how that works. So, let's see another tweet from Kamala. When other countries were following the science, Trump pushed miracle cures. He saw her on Fox News. Right. She's talking about hydroxychloroquine, which actually works as a preventative. Have you heard of one case of someone taking hydroxy correctly and them dying from it? Why is it approved by the FDA? Why has it been used for years, I believe, as a m malaria drug? But yeah, okay, Trump's Trump's the bad guy here. Let me tell you this. When Joe Biden is president, it won't happen. He'll listen to the facts. He'll embrace science and we'll all be better for it, right? Science, science, science. Um, Joe Biden doesn't know where he is. So how, I mean, the fact that she is bending the knee to joe biden is no surprise although she was so adamantly against him it's it's really it's to the point where it's pathetic and she's getting killed on twitter by a lot of trump supporters calling her ho calling art of the Neil. like it's like they're they're joe and ho for on the ticket like wow like i don't I don't think that's cool, but they're ripping her apart. Tweet by Kamala. My mother always used to say, don't just sit around and complain about things. Do something. I clearly wish she was here with us this week. Now, see what she's doing? Trying to show an immigrant photo and pandering that she's a family person. This is all. What do you think this is? She's pandering to you. She is pandering to you. Look at me. I have a family and I'm an immigrant. She's pandering for votes here. It's so clear as that. So clear as that. Funny. No, she's doing this all of a sudden when she's a VP, huh? Clear as day what she's doing. It's intentional. Marketing people are getting behind her, and this is intentional. She's got a she got a picture here with her mother. So here we go. Trump inherited the longest econ economic expansion, whatever that means. He inherited a dumpster fire and had the best economy since God knows when with all the low black unemployment and everything else. So here we go. And then like everything else he inherited, he ran straight into the ground. Okay. Um, For anyone who's ever ran a business, you don't succeed at your first six attempt. And you don't succeed at every business you run. 
you learn from your failures. And if you learn from your failure, failures, you truly never lose. These are coming from people that never built a product, never sold a product, never ran anything. They did whatever they needed to do to get power. And that's it. What are her accomplishments? It's so easy to throw rocks at Trump because, oh, some of his businesses failed. If you don't try, if you try at something, you're going to fail until you get good at it. And not all things are going to work out for many different reasons. Who are you to disparage this man? You're an embarrassment. You haven't accomplished anything. Give me a break. Only thing you have accomplished is bending the knee, Kamala. All right. So if I had enough, I can't read any more of her tweets because I might spit up my lunch. <laughs> so let's get into the last two articles that are not Kamala related because I think we all need a break of Kamala. I think that's like 50th time now. We called it Kamala. So here we go. We have an article for Breitbart News. Let's get into this doozy. Much like Chicago, where we covered the felony cases the other day, let's get into this article. So Portland police chief, in quotes, prefer not to make arrests. DA won't prosecute most riot cases. That's nice. In almost three months of nightly rioting in downtown Portland, Oregon. Peaceful, right? Hundreds of people were arrested and faced misdemeanor charges. That's like misdemeanors for that. But police now say they would prefer to not make arrests. And the district attorney said he won't prosecute many of the cases. What does this message tell you? This message is enabling this to continue. This is a political attempt in these Democrat. We talked about this on the last show. This is a political attempt to show that Trump doesn't have the country under control and this is unrest and Whitey gets what they deserve. And what are they doing? Oh, we're not going to prosecute these people. What does that tell the people to do? Go ahead, keep doing this. And why don't they care? Because they're going to try and get the money via taxpayer dollars to fix all of it. Keep looting, rioting, killing until November 4th. And then you know what we're going to do? We're going to use bailouts, stimulus money, and taxpayer money to repair all this stuff after November 4th. So really, they're burning all this stuff down and stealing from stores. Guess who's going to pay for it? You. You are. They don't care about you. This is disgusting and sick. They are aiding and abetting terrorists. Get rid of these people. Get rid of them. This is sick. This is America. This is sick. It's going to get to the point where we need to rise up and show up with American flags. Are we going to have to start making citizens arrest? This is out of control. This is out of control. They want a civil war. They want a civil war. So they can say, Whitey bad. Look at Whitey. Look at evil Whitey with his guns. Look at evil Whitey with his megaphones. They're not tolerant. Well, when you let this stuff continue, are we just supposed, the people supposed to just let it happen? Oh, let it happen. What's Nate? What's next? They're already pillaging. What's next? Rape? Where do you think this is going? Where do you think this is going? They don't care because you're going to pay for it, buddy. Bucks on you. So here we go. Andy Nigo posted here. We brought him up before on one of our shows. So he has a tweet here. Here's Monmouth County new DA promoting a sit-down interview with an Antifa guy who is his buddy. The DA announced yesterday his office will not prosecute a whole list of crimes, essentially giving immunity to the most violent rioters in Portland. Because that's not going to get people killed or anything. These people are dangerous. I don't know what else I need to say. The fact that this is happening in America is sick. And the fact that people vote for these people is extremely disturbing. We need to look into these races and how these people won. And who is funding these people? Who are funding their campaigns? Evil people. It has to be evil. How can you support these people and not be evil? Good and bad is in plain sight right now, folks. Good and evil is in plain sight. There are some people that are not just good people. And it's apparent here. And no, it's not the Trump supporters. Yes, there's some bad Trump supporters, but this is this is out of control. This is out of control. So this is a tweet he retweeted from DA Mike Schmidt. Just before I was sworn in as DA, I sat down with an old buddy of mine at AWK Word Rap. Sounds like a champion. For an interview about my pri priorities as district attorney and rethinking what public safety means. Check it out. That's nice. So you're consulting a rapper about what the community should do. 
That's great. That's great. Maybe, maybe that's wrong of me. Maybe he has um, uplifting rap talking about God and being good in your community. But a lot of rap is garbage. Glorifying women as skanks. Glorifying murders. Glorifying stealing. Glorifying getting rich off people selling drugs. So hopefully it's not the same, but if he's part of Antifa, I highly doubt it's great music. So let's continue with this article. Portland Police Chief Chuck Lavelle said in an Oregon Live report on Tuesday that his officers prefer not to make arrests during demonstrations. Is that his officers or you? Who are telling these people not to do their job? Because cops sign up, uh, I don't want to arrest the bad guys. This is the Twilight Zone. This is the Twilight Zone. So cops signed up to be cops to protect their community. But you're telling me now cops don't want to arrest some of the most violent people in their community. This is like, uh, this is like truth is stranger than fiction, my friends. This is scary. You can't even write this stuff. They wouldn't believe you. They wouldn't believe you if you wrote this. So Lavelle's remarks come after Monmouth County District Attorney Mike Schmidt said he won't his office won't prosecute those who commit crimes in keeping with the new pot policy unveiled on Tuesday. Right. They won't arrest them. But if you wear that mask a little bit crooked, watch out. We're coming for you. We're coming for you. Oh, if you want to go to church, we're coming for you. Oh, you want to work out and leave your house after the lockdown for God knows how long? We're coming for you. We're going to shut down your business, buddy. This is crazy. This is crazy. I don't know what else to say. It's, it's to the point where we need to do some. We need to do some. So here we go. Members of our community have taken to the streets every night since the murder of George Floyd, the criminal, to express their collective grief and anger and frustration over not just the senseless act of violence, but countless other abuses people of color have endured in our country throughout its history. The demands for change go beyond calling for an end to police violence and encompass for need for us all to acknowledge and address centuries of racism and oppression that are manifested in mass incarceration Economic inequality, education disadvantages, and disparities in health care that have allowed COVID-19 to ravage our communities of color. I can't take the race baiting anymore, and there's only one reason why they're doing this. For votes. It's for votes. It is for votes. That's all it is. Every four years, it's for votes, and then they throw you away. If it wasn't for votes, why aren't they talking about the black cops that get shot? Why aren't they talking about the black baby that was shot in New York? It's for votes. It's for votes. They are political pawns to these people. As prosecutors, we acknowledge the death of emotion that motivates these demonstrators, right? They're not demonstrators. They're rioters, looters, and murderers. And they steal. They steal. And support those who are civically... Engaged through peaceful, it's not peaceful protesting. This guy is not fit to lead anybody. This guy is a clear and present danger. Get rid of him. We recognize that we will under that we will undermine public safety, not promoted, if we leverage the force of our criminal justice system against peaceful protesters who are demanding to be heard. First off, do peaceful protesters demand to be heard? Did MLK ever do something that wasn't peaceful? Who, what is going on? There are some corrupt people in power in this country. They need to go. They need to go, folks. This is sick. This is sick. I am, if Donald Trump somehow gets cheated out of the election, I am, you should be extremely scared. Extremely scared. I encourage you to buy a gun and self-defense of your house because they're coming to your house. This is sick. This is out of control. So the document said the following crimes will not be prosecuted. Oh boy, I can't wait to hear this list. Let's go. Interference with a police officer, disorderly conduct, criminal trespass, harassment will not be prosecuted. 
So here we go. A 20-year-old and a 48-year-old were charged with offenses related to violent Antifa protests. Won't be prosecuted. Elizabeth, 24, originally from Louisiana, is charged with multiple offenses in relation to the violent Antifa protests. Quickly released without bail. She's not even from that area. Zar M. Wellman, 24, was arrested at violent Antifa Black Lives Matter protests in North Portland, where he assaulted several officers and is charged with four counts of felony assault, resisting arrest, and much more. He was quickly released without bail. They are sending criminals on the street. They are catching, essentially, catch release so they can hurt cops again, so they can rape our kids, commit crimes, and everything else. This is America, people. Wake up. This is sick. Look at the photos of these jokers. They look like champions. They look like champions. Oh, God, look at this guy. This guy looks like he's got eyeliner on and a skirt. Because this guy's not a clear and present danger. Peter Wilson Curtis, 40-year-old transvestite who goes to violent riots, protests almost every day in Portland, was arrested again. He was charged with multiple offenses. Here we go. Rose Grant, 22, from California. Transsexual, 40, were arrested and charged with violent Antifa protests, both released without bail. That's nice. He, if you ever look at the photos of these people in the descriptions, these are all people that are miserable with their life, miserable with the way they look, and their, stat, their status in life, and they take it out on us. This is what it is. And if you don't want to hear the truth, I'm just going to say it. And guess what? Deal with it. If you don't want to hear it, go somewhere else for fake news. This is the truth. They're not happy with their lives, so they take it out on you. And they're being allowed to do the dirty. They are pawns to the Democrats. These people are. Go ahead. Keep committing these crimes. Keep feeling this narrative. We're going to keep letting you go. And we're going to keep using you to show that America's in an unrest because a big, bad orange man. No. You're doing this, and you're using these people as pawns. These people are pawns to these people. This is sick. And they're hurting Americans. They're stealing from businesses in this country. It is sick. Imagine you took, it took your, the average business, it takes three years for them to break even. Small business in this country. To break even. And then when they finally do, they have people like this ride, rioting, looting, destroying their businesses and stealing from them what they don't deserve. And you had that black woman the other day. Who cares what color she is? You had this black, black lives matter woman saying, oh, this is reparations. Oh, they deserve it. They have insurance. This is sick. It's sick. I have no other words. I am pissed off. This is out of control. Spread the word. Do your part. I can't. Can you take this anymore? When is enough enough? When is enough enough? Oh, well, it doesn't affect me until it does. And then it's too late, right? Until it's too late. And then when it is, shame on you because you didn't say anything. It's to the point where if you're silent about this right now, you're complicit. You're complicit. Wake up. It's coming to you. It's coming to you. You just don't know it yet. Don't say I didn't warn you. So Lavelle issued a statement after a new policy was announced, which said in part, the police bureau remains committed to public safety. If that's not an oxymoron. Yeah, he really cares about public safety, releasing felons back into the community. Oh, great. We have said repeatedly throughout these long months that we would prefer not to make arrests at all. <laughs> at all. In fact, people regularly meet to demonstrate all over Portland with no police interaction. I, I you know, I can't, I can't read anyone because it's all hogwash. It's all BS. It's all BS. It's the Twilight Zone. This DA is openly letting people go so they can harm you and your police officers. It's. It's disgusting, and this should not be allowed to happen in the United States. They want, these evil people want to make the United States like everywhere everywhere else. They hate America. They hate America. What do they have to do? What else do they have to do to prove to you they hate America? They want to get rid of they, God. They want to get rid of country in schools and everywhere else. They hate guns so you can protect your family. They... Hate freedom of speech so you can't defend yourself with words. <coughs> they take criminals and release them against police that are supposed to protect us. And they release them to harm us and our kids. They don't like you. 
They hate you. They want you to die and go away. So they can convert us all into one race, one world, where sick people in power can control it. They don't want you. They don't want diversity. They want you to be just like them. They want you to think and act and say and do whatever they want you to do. They want to be kings in a castle and they want you all under their thumb where they dictate what you do. Oh, we'll feed and clothe you and give you health insurance. You're going to work and be miserable the rest of your life, but we'll give you some crumbs. Who has some crumbs for the people? Oh, we have all the power. Here are some crumbs. It's sick. This is sick. Wake up, America. I can't say it enough. Wake up. So I hope your week is going well. Um, What do you think of Biden picking Kamala Harris? I'll say it for the last time that way intentionally. I'll say it for the last time. And then I'll go back to calling her her real name. What do you think of the VP pick? It's um, it's just it's not surprising. It's to the point where it's 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 in plain sight and it's clear as day. The Democrats, they don't care about you. They don't care about anyone but themselves. And the fact that she said Joe Biden was a racist. All of a sudden, she's willing to be his right hand man. And all of a, then she um and the Border Patrol and ICE is KKK. And she used to be a cop. I mean, she'll do and say anything to get power. And that's all the Democrats. And that's a lot of the rhinos, too. So, Thank God this episode is over because reading that stuff just gets me upset. But if we don't talk about it and expose it, it's not going to go away on its own. And part of the reason it's got this far because not enough people are doing anything to stop it. Do your part, Patriots. Do your part. I will see you for one more episode before the end of this week. Stay safe, Patriots. Thanks for listening. Catch a new episode of Just Say It every Monday through Thursday. Available on YouTube and every major podcast platform. Got something to say? Meet other Patriots and join the conversation at jsipodcast.com.